0: everyone, and welcome to What Would My Shrink Say, a podcast where you get inside the heads of a couple psychologists and see life through their eyes. You'll never be the same. Howdy, Todd. Dr. wignall You ready to go? I want to talk about love today. Yeah. You want to talk about <laughs>
1: love? I was almost like that 70s... Radio DJ. Yes. Yeah. Let's talk about uh, the tunnel of love. Isn't that a thing <laughs> in the seventies? Was that was that a thing, a that
0: TV show? Carnival riot or something, maybe. Okay. I don't mm. know. <laughs> yeah, we uh we talked uh, a little while ago about love and like what is love and is love an emotion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, is it emotion, yeah. Yep. Yeah. But there's I wanted to talk about uh, a, a slightly different take on love, which is there there's this very popular kind of self help book called The Five Love Languages. Oh yeah, yeah. And I think it's one of these I think A lot of people have heard of it. A lot of people have read it. It's extremely popular. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. I have read it a couple times, actually. And I wanted to talk about this because this is a book I hate to love. And I haven't read it. Okay. Great. (laughs) So we're the perfect people to talk about (laughs) this. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) You love it. I've never read it. (laughs) Experts. I hate to love it. I don't. I, and so maybe we can kind of get into this. I'm um, interested
1: in your discomfort with loving this. Yeah. What that says about you.
0: Yeah, that would be We could kind of psychoanalyze <laughs> that a little bit. <laughs> okay, but here, a little context here. So the book is called The Five Love Languages. It was written, I don't know, 20 or 30 years ago, something like this. This guy named Gary Chapman, who's a, I think he's a pastor, um, but did a lot of like relationship counseling. Um, mm-hmm. And so his this book came out of, his a lot of experience counseling people on their, uh, mostly marriages um, and their relationships. And the basic idea of the book is that there are these five kind of types of expressing your love. Mm-hmm. Right? And the, the, the five love languages are words of affirmation, so like saying, affirming kind things about your, your spouse or partner. Mm-hmm. Quality time, so just spending good quality time with the other person. Acts of service, so like doing things for the other person. Uh, Gift giving, presenting gifts, pretty obvious. And then physical touch, so like physical connection. Mm -hmm. And the, the, the central premise of the book is that each person has a preferred way of both giving love and receiving love that aren't necessarily the same. So I might be most comfortable expressing my love in terms of Giving gifts and physical closeness, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that's how I express love. I, that doesn't necessarily mean that's how I like to receive love. I might love it when people give me words of affirmation and just want to spend quality time with me. Okay, right? Yeah. Now, so, do,
1: do people tend to express love like they like to get it?
0: It's a good question. I don't think he talks about it in the book. Okay. I would. I would bet there is some correlation there. Because um, I think that's.
1: The, I mean, I. In in preparing for this I did kind of look at what it was basically, but
0: um I, I yeah, I think that does uh tend to go together, but okay. it doesn't have to be. I think that's the key thing. But the the real the reason this is so useful for relationships is because what's important is that you understand that just because you have a certain set of love languages, how you like to receive and give love. mm mm-hmm doesn't mean it's the same Mm -hmm. as the person you're with, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So your natural tendency, when when you're feeling a strong feeling of of love or connection with your partner, your default might be to, you know, give a lot of gifts and do a lot of stuff for them, Uh, right? Gift giving uh. and acts of service. But if your partner, if their natural way of like receiving love is through if what they really want is words of affirmation and physical touch, you're gonna be missing each other. A lot mm-hmm. right there 's going to be a, a lot of like friction, confusion, eventually conflict and resentment can develop because of these mismatches mm-hmm. in in the sort of expression and reception of love mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i I wanted to bring this up because <laughs> there 's a lot about this book i don 't like it 's very to me it 's very <laughs> cheesy it's like all these like stories like i when i read books like i i don't love like tons of like personal stories about all these examples i just want like the yeah. ideas just like give me the ideas uh, you know uh. so uh, but i get that i get why other people like it um, but it's it, yeah it's just it it could have been like 10 pages long <laughs> like the core idea uh-huh. so it's, that's why i say i i hate to love it because it's it's just not my style you you really love the premise behind the it the idea is so important. Like, I see this show up over and over, and I'm curious to hear about your experience, because you actually do couples and relationship counseling. Um, But I I think this this idea that it's important to be both self-aware of how you like to give and receive affection and love, Mm -hmm. but also aware of how your partner likes to give and receive love, and to be Aware of the fact that there might be mismatches there, Mm -hmm. which isn't like a deal breaker. It just means you have to be conscientious of that, right? And not just rely on your defaults and and sort of adjust and think like, okay, my instinct when I'm feeling super in love is to like go buy a a bunch of gifts, Mm -hmm. right? Very Mm -hmm. thoughtful, maybe expensive gifts. But, like, if, if my partner just isn't into that or really what really does it for them is like words of affirmation, even though it's maybe difficult for me, that's going to be important for our relationship that I learn to be a little more flexible in, in doing that. So, anyway, that, that's kind of the premise. Um, what you, so, I've pitched this at you. Like, what do you think? What are some of your initial impressions?
1: Uh, initially, it sounds great. I mean, I, I, I don't think there's any harm in kind of really understanding how you feel loved and and maybe how you enjoy um communicating your love Mm -hmm. or or expressing your love um and it's probably a good idea relationship wise to understand um how your partner enjoys to receive love you (laughs) know and it seems (laughs) like it's a good piece of information to have you know it doesn't seem like a bad idea at all
0: i I wish uh, this should be a video podcast because the expression on your face right now is awesome it's like yeah, of course, this is important, you <laughs> idiot. Like, <laughs> but that's the to me that's the the well, th- crazy thing about this book is that the idea is so you're reading this and you're like, yeah, of course, like it's so obvious. But but if you're not aware, it's people are so often yeah, unaware of this. I yeah,
1: think. Or, or or I could see um, uh, partners just really struggling um, with either miss signals. You know, say I do something nice for my partner and they don't really kind of respond to it, you know, like I'm kind of like, oh, I I feel underappreciated or unappreciated or something like that. And it's not that at all. It's just, that's not, that doesn't kind of do it for them or it doesn't make them kind of step back. Like it makes you step back or, um, or there's just some expectation there that's not being met. And, um, and, or, you know, there's, there's just, uh, all sorts of ways that, um, um you're heaping love on someone and they're just completely oblivious to it or right um or you're just missing tons of those signals yourself um because you're dead set on receiving in a certain way too
0: yeah and I, so i think a lot of um problems in relationships come down to um reading these miscommunications into like character defects in the people Right. So like I'm putting I'm like doing all this stuff to express my love and it's not they, they don't really appreciate it. Uh-huh. Like they're so ungrateful. Uh-huh. Right. Or like I, I'm just not cut out for relationships. Like I'm just not good at the Well, no, it, it's not that like you're a bad person or even an unskilled person or that they are. It's that you're just speaking different languages. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like that's and, and it again, it's like it sounds so obvious, but it's such an easy thing to miss, I think.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and
1: they're, they're, I mean, to, to, to distill this down, um, you know, that have there ever been anything that your, your partner liked doing that you were like, Oh, I don't, I don't like that. Mm -hmm. You know, like, um, you're sleeping next to them, and they throw their leg over yours, and you're like, "What the heck?" You know, I don't, I don't like that, you know. But they love it, you know. And uh, it's easy enough to imagine. There's lots of those scenarios in relationships where, oh yeah, that's just not known, or that's not, it, it, or it's not communicated, or or whatever it is. But it's totally possible for for your partner to. Be thinking something you're not in a given moment. Yeah, like the the classic example
0: with couples, right? Is the thermostat, right? (laughs) He likes it cold, she likes it warm. You know, (laughs) the fact that you like it 67 at night and your partner likes it 72, it doesn't mean anything about either of yours like character or like your capacity to be in an adult relationship, right? It's in a lot of ways, it's just sort of a preference difference. What's important is that you you acknowledge this difference and then figure out a way to sort of work around it strategically,
1: right? Yeah, cuz potentially there's some some uh um gnarly thoughts of like he keeps moving this thermostat <laughs> because he doesn't love me right. or he doesn't care that I'm cold or he doesn't, you know,
0: yeah. Yeah. Eesh. So I th- and then so this is obviously Im- can be important with with um Couples who are struggling, and if they haven't really thought through this, like mm-hmm. th- this can be really eye opening for people. But I think it's even more important early on in a relationship. Like if you're just like dating or, or considering a longer term relationship like marriage or something, I think this is super important. A, because it could save you a lot of grief long term
1: to, to kind of find this information yeah, out. early, yeah, yeah. to yeah. just
0: know early on, like, oh yeah, like w- when I, even though it's not my default, like when I, Say really nice things or write him, write him a letter or write her a letter, you know, expressing verbally like why I really appreciate them. Mm. They love that. Like, that is, and they're just like gifts just don't really do much for them. Uh-huh. You know? uh-huh. Like, think of how much grief you could save yourself if you knew that 20 years ago, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, I think it's, but then it's also, I do think there are some people or situations where there are such big differences on these scales, these languages that. Mm. Maybe you maybe people can't move enough for there to be sort of healthy balance in the relationship, mm-hmm. and you would want to know that mm-hmm. early. Like if, like, for or example, maybe there's some real impedid, impediments for your partner
1: in expressing or receiving, or yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Like I, I've seen this a few times with um, with people who have um, sexual trauma in their past mm-hmm. that like mm-hmm. they've got a lot of issues around sort of physicality and sexuality and it's not that those can't be worked through, but if you have a partner who just doesn't get that or isn't willing to, to work through that can be a major mm-hmm. obstacle, right? If that's your
1: primary way of yeah. receiving and feeling loved, yep. then that, yeah. Um,
0: or even like wor- words of affirmation. I mean, some people are just not super articulate and, and sort of verbal and like, that. that's just gonna be really hard for them to be the kind of person who regularly gives lots of kind of verbal affirmations. So- that's the kind of thing that could, you would want to know early if that's going to be a major stumbling block.
1: Yeah. Or, or some people are raised in households where um, words of affirmation are just not done. Yeah. You know, you don't talk about those things. And so um, it might come down to your partner's willingness to practice that. And, you know get better at that or if it's that important to you right. you know it depends on how important that is to you so would the book say that you, you can't enhance or or is it like personality traits where this is kind of how it's done or
0: no I th- I think in general the idea is that most people can be flexible enough that okay. once you're aware yeah. of these things like you, you can flex on these you like can start most to, people can okay. kind of learn if if your spouse really appreciates mm-hmm. quality time and that's not normally your thing you're pretty independent and like you can get better at spending quality time with mm-hmm. you know it's mm-hmm. not a it's definitely something you can do. But but I think that, and that's why I emphasize the idea of this would be a good thing to read together early on in a relationship is some people either may not be capable of or willing to move very far, even if they are able to, right? Yeah,
1: I, I guess on the other end of the spectrum, I'm wondering like if, if I discover that my partner does... Um, um, Acts of service, mm-hmm. right? That, that, That's that their they, Yeah, that they prefer that and they um, even feel like they're giving love and doing those. That's mm-hmm. how they like to give and receive, right? Yep. The acts of service. Um, and if I'm aware of that, maybe I'm a little bit more attuned to like, oh, they made me coffee today and oh, they, mm-hmm. they did this thing for me and maybe I start feeling like maybe that part becomes a part of my love language. Yes, maybe. Yeah. That that I'm starting to
0: pick up on those things is that. Totally, I, I think that can definitely that that has happened to me. Yeah, like I would think my, so. Yeah. I I was not a. <laughs> I'm a very listen. I'm a very independent person, so qu- like quality time would not cross my radar as like a big uh-huh. love language. That just like hanging out together and not doing anything necessarily, could be an expression of like love. Uh huh. Um, but I've. I mean, first, that's really important for my wife, uh, but also, like, having kids, that is huge, <laughs> right? Like, that you see so turns much, honestly, out, like... Turns out they, like, spend time with you, huh? Yeah, just, well, like, unstructured, non-goal-oriented, mm-hmm. just, like, hanging out, especially super little kids, right? Yeah. But, like, I am super grateful to my wife for pointing that out before we even had kids uh-huh. so that I could kind of learn to get over that. Like, it's okay to just, like... Hang. And it's not that I didn't know that, but, like now do you enjoy it and feel it as, yeah, it's as much lovely. easier and yeah. I, I just okay. like feel it a lot more yeah but it, it took it took some like awareness and practice almost yeah you know
1: yeah um, well and just kind of pairing those two things together would probably start kind of conditioning you for that yeah yeah, yeah.
0: absolutely so anyway it's <laughs> it's a it's a <laughs> it's, sounds it's a, like a great read it is a great read you know i <laughs> it's it's i I. I hate to love it, but I do love it. That is the that is the the final message here, and that like I think every couple should read this book and talk about it together. Ah, have a dialogue. I really do. Okay. I, I don't like unabashedly recommend self help books that often, but this one. Do it. Just do it. Get over your hangups like me and just read it.
1: I'm glad you're getting over that. <laughs> Say it, say it loud and proud. You like the five love languages.
0: I love the five love languages. There you have it. Despite the fact that it has this super cheesy cover of like sunset on the beach and like a heart drawn in the sand. You
1: had to bring that part up. (laughs) Hey everyone, Nick and I really appreciate you listening to the podcast. Please rate us on iTunes if you get a chance. And if you have any feedback or comments for us, that'd be great as well. And if you have any questions or topics you'd like us to cover in the podcast, let us know in the comment section as well. Thanks.